Hey there, my name is Darcy Ross and welcome to Endure It Well. I'm coming to you live from the inside of my car because we are currently in the middle of moving and there are boxes and crap all over our house. I don't know where anything is anymore. It's driving me crazy and giving me some major anxiety. So I'm outside in my car recording this episode. And speaking of anxiety, if you have anxiety, then this episode is for you. And if you don't have anxiety, then you're lying. (laughs) Or you're just a really magical human practicing witchcraft because that just doesn't happen. But message me and let me know um, what dark magic that you're using so that I can also not have anxiety. But anyway, for all of you non-witchcraft practicing humans out there who do deal with some anxiety, let's do a deep dive right into this thing. First off, this definitely isn't one of those 10 ways to get rid of your anxiety episodes. Because is there ever really a way to get rid of your anxiety? I don't think that there is. Lavender bubble baths are amazing, but it's not going to cure my crippling fear of airplanes or traveling alone or anything, really. (laughs) So we're going to talk a lot about the different ways that people deal with anxiety and really mostly about my journey with anxiety, how it started, how I have dealt with it in the past and what I'm currently doing because in my experience at least, um, anxiety and depression are living things. It's never going to be the exact same, right? Because we learn things and conquer certain fears and get over those fears or get on good meds any of those things, and then our brain's like, okay, well, if you figured that out, then here's this new thing to be afraid of instead, or here's this new thing to be depressed about instead. So it's ever-changing, at least it has been in my experience. So um, I just wanted to share a little bit about what that has been like, and hopefully that's helpful to you on some level. So if you've listened to my only previous episode (laughs) so far, you will know a little bit about me, that I am a perfectionist, but that I have also always been an extremely confident person, like next level confident. It's probably my favorite quality about myself, aside from my ability to eat an entire pizza, but Um, it's definitely gotten me (laughs) in some trouble in the past. But I definitely recognized my confidence as a kid. I was super active, always doing different activities. Um, I had way too much confidence back then, as my mom will tell you, and as most of my teachers and adults around me affectionately liked to call pig-headedness instead of confidence. Um, So anxiety and fear was never really on my radar. It wasn't really a problem until I entered my early teens 
which unless you have a really strong family history of depression or anxiety or other mental illness, I feel like this is where most people's anxiety and depression manifest. And that's probably because middle school is terrible. And if you had a great high school experience, like that's amazing. I don't know how you did that because mine was terrible, (laughs) Um, but good for you. So that's probably the reason that mine cropped up, if there is a reason. So it's as if having terrible acne and braces just wasn't enough. You've got to throw some crippling anxiety in there with it in middle school and high school, right? Um, Oh, I also developed a dairy and a wheat allergy at that age. So all ingredients for some super fun years of adolescence, right? (laughs) Uh, I went from a no holds barred attitude to being afraid to enter public spaces, which was really just a blast. My anxiety ended up being so bad that I had to drop out of high school my junior year. I hardly ever left the house except to go to my part-time job, which it is an absolute miracle that I was able to hold that. I didn't hang out with any friends because there were just too many unknown variables to going out anywhere with anyone. I ate the same foods for all of my meals for years every day because they were safe. I developed some pretty intense OCD about food and germs. I didn't know how many different things could kill you until I got anxiety and my brain was like, hey, did you know that your body could shut down at any time for any reasons? (laughs) My brain still says all those things today, but I've just gotten a lot better at shutting it down. That's what therapy is for. (laughs) Anyways, 16-year-old Darcy was struggling pretty good. I remember that I had a serious crisis of faith. I used to think, is this just how the rest of my life is now? Is it just not going to get any better at all? Can it get worse? Why is this happening? I was having anxiety about my anxiety. And what happens when you're dealing with something chronic and you can't leave your house? That's right, depression. So in case you have lost track, we now have a 16-year-old high school dropout with some intense food allergies who has anxiety, OCD, and depression. I'm sure at this point, my parents were trying to figure out where they went wrong with me. Mom, if you're listening, that is a joke. You guys did a great job. Just ask my therapist. Let's fast forward for just a minute. It's eight years later. I married to my best friend and the love of my life. We just are moving (laughs) into a house that we're planning on renovating together. I have an amazing career that I love. I took my GED and I'm currently working on my undergrad. Life is good. And if anyone had tried to tell me 
at 16 that all of this was waiting for me down the line, I would not have believed them at all. I was stuck down inside a pretty dark hole filled with all of my problems and I could not see a way out. It's really difficult to think about any kind of future for yourself when you are dealing with anxiety or any level of mental illness for that matter. There are days even now where I'm working through a really difficult season and I question if I'm able to be a successful parent one day or if I'm able to finish my schooling or become a doctor. My mantra through all this has become, this is only temporary. Because what happened? My anxiety, my depression, it's still there, but it got better. I moved forward. I learned new things. Nothing is permanent. Nothing stays the same forever. Our life here on this earth is temporary. And so that means every single trial that we have ever had to deal with or will deal with will also be temporary. You will not be dealing with this same level of anxiety or depression forever. We were not meant to be miserable here on this earth. We were not created just so that we could suffer through this life. Yes, there will be seasons of terrible trials, long seasons of terrible trials, but that's not how our whole lives are meant to be. We were created to be amazing, to accomplish incredible things, to teach others to learn, to grow, to be happy, to find joy. In the last episode, I talked a lot about finding joy in your life. If you're not able to find joy, then create your own. If you are struggling to get through the day right now, if you feel like there is nothing in your life that could possibly make you happy right now, you are wrong. Sometimes everything is hard. Getting up in the morning is hard. Eating a meal is hard, but you can create one thing in your life right now that brings you joy. It can be anything. It can be a cheap face mask. It can be watching one episode of a show that you really love. It can be snuggling with your pet. It can be baking cookies. Do you feel like you don't have the time or resources for any of these things? You need to make the time. Walmart sells face masks for a dollar and it takes five minutes. Cuddling with adorable animals is free. Make the time. Look at all your other responsibilities and let those struggles go for just five minutes every day. And find that one little thing that brings you joy. Because anxiety waits for no man. I still deal with anxiety on a daily basis. Sometimes it's about small and dumb things (laughs) that I have learned to brush away. But other times it's big and scary and hard. I've gained some of my confidence back in my work life, but I struggle severely with it in other areas. I have had to learn to readjust. I've had to learn to be proud of 
the progress that I have made, even if it seems really small. Dealing with anxiety is different and hard for everyone, so what works for me won't necessarily work for anyone else, but I feel like it's important to talk about it anyway. For a long time, I had to force myself to create my own joy. And for me, it was painting my toenails and watching an episode of Dance Moms. If you have never watched Dance Moms, then you have more brain cells left than me. It is literally the dumbest show. But it allowed me to escape my reality for half an hour. And it made me laugh. And it made me feel happy. So I did it. And painting my toes made me feel put together, even if I hadn't showered in a couple of days or felt like changing my clothes. It helped me have something to look forward to on days when I didn't feel like it was worth getting out of bed. I'm telling you that if you are feeling really discouraged right now and really hopeless, go find what brings you joy and do the thing. I once had someone tell me that my depression couldn't possibly be that bad because I looked so happy every time she saw me. Well, guess what, Karen? I'm just really great at acting and I don't get paid for it. It's a real tragedy that my talents have not been recognized. There will always be people out there who downplay what you're struggling with. They might Sorry, there will always be someone who doesn't understand why you can only touch food with your right hand. That's real, I do that. Or cancel your plans last minute because the anxiety was too bad. There will always be people that question how bad it could really be. Only you and your Heavenly Father know what you're going through. Advocate for yourself when you need to, but... Also, learn to be comfortable with the fact that some people just won't understand. That's okay. They may be ignorant to our trial, but we are also ignorant to their trial. One last thing before I hop off that I feel is really important to say. For a long time, I was afraid of going to therapy for my anxiety, depression, and OCD. Mostly due to the stigma that I felt about going to therapy. I was afraid that people would find out that I was going. I thought a lot about what they would think. I thought a lot about what people would think if I had to be on medication. I thought a lot about what ifs, and I was afraid. If you are having the same thought process or something similar or something holding you back, I urge you to go to therapy. Once you find a good therapist, it can be life-changing. It can be empowering. It can be comforting. I'm a firm believer that literally everyone who has ever been born is in need of some type of therapy because we are all human. Therapy isn't just for people who are struggling or feel broken. Therapy is for people who feel blessed and whole, too. Because if we feel blessed and whole, we want to stay that way, don't we? I like to compare it to people who need to take medication on a daily basis. Do you stop 
taking the medication once it makes you feel better? Or do you continue to take it so that you keep feeling better long term? Therapy is not a one and done sort of deal. You don't go to therapy to get totally fixed or completely healed, but to improve, to learn strategies to help yourself. Will there be seasons in your life where you find yourself going once or twice a week? Absolutely. Can you go for long stretches without seeing your therapist and feel fine? You bet. Should you hesitate or feel ashamed that you have to go back after years of coping on your own? Absolutely not. Accept that you are human. Accept the help and feel empowered. You are all incredible human beings regardless of what trial you are living with right now. Your mental health does not change your worth. It does not change your abilities. It does not define who you are. It does not change how much you are loved by God. You are allowed to doubt yourself, to have bumps in the road. You are allowed to feel discouraged and hopeless, but only sometimes. Don't let those feelings of discouragement and hopelessness become your constant. The title of this episode is fear is a liar because it is if you are afraid power through if you are afraid be comforted and know that you are on the right path because that fear is a liar make the conscious choice to break out of that negativity create that joy It only has to be for five minutes, remember? You can do five minutes of hope and joy and happy. In my hardest trials, creating that five minutes of joy is what helped me push past the fog on days I didn't think that it would ever clear. You got this. Thank you so very much for listening. And please feel free to send me feedback or questions or list off topics that you would like to hear in upcoming episodes. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review. I hope that you all have a beautiful week and create joy.